I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, but I guess you'd rather have rain and train their whole lives. But your damn shoes are all nasty and... I told uh, Justin, one of our buddies, did. Oh, it. is Justin there? Yeah, I asked him if he was running it. He said, if I did a pound of smack, maybe. Is he one of the people handing out the water? No. He's I not. mean, that Boston Marathon looks terrible. But I think you'd rather have it be rainy than hot. But I'm telling you, there is nothing more I hate than soggy, damn shoes. And they've been soggy for miles. The whole time. I think it's been raining the whole marathon because... The Red Sox game was delayed, but now they're playing. The Red Sox, they gave up three-run bomb in the first inning. Yeah, I was wondering why that game was so early. It explains it. They must have them finish the marathon, then boom, you go catch a Red Sox that, game. Dude, they have it simultaneous, simultaneous, simultaneous. And that way they run behind the green monster and they knock on it and let them know, hey, we're still going. And that's so freaking cool. You and look at all those – Look at them. Well, that the, must be the women's. Oh, yeah. They're fast. Right. Look at them. Specify which is which. They're, I mean, I think. They are cooking. Dude, they run so freaking fast. Dude, that's a clip right there. Now, do they make money yeah. doing this? Oh, yeah. The winners. Oh, oh, no. Top five. Easily. Did she die? No, she just fell. Oh, she just tripped. Dude, you make big time scratch if you're top five. I mean, look at her. She's coming down the final stretch, and she is still moving like she is sprinting a 100-meter dash. Is that her name, Oberai? Or, or, or I think she's won like six in a row, if I remember that right. I mean, yeah, she's definitely sponsored by whatever she's wearing there. Oh, and she got a nice trophy and a crown? Yeah. Well, she didn't look wet, right? She didn't look- Dude, they may have let the women start early, maybe. Well, I think these are the amateurs. They, I think they let the professionals go, and then they bring the amateurs on later. But even these amateurs got to qualify. Yeah, you had to run, run a certain time. Are these guys running it in fatigues the whole way? Did they run the whole marathon yeah. in their army gear? Oh, my gosh. 
look. I never knew that I mean, many people ran. Oh yeah, and I, I'd like to see the facial expressions because one one eight nine is smiling. One six two seven looks like he's about to die. Uh, why does number three three seven eight look like he just took a shart? That's what I'm saying. It's funny to look at the different dude guys. If you are missing out, we are doing the Boston Marathon live from Boston, but we are not in Boston. We are in Nashville and we are watching it live. And oh, I guess those are people walking because they're already finished. I was like, why are those people walking? You're supposed to be running the Boston Marathon, and I don't think they allowed. If you walk, you're not in shape enough to run the Boston Marathon. You didn't qualify. Look at these guys. But there's no women. How come none of the women are finishing? Do they start after the men? Staggered, I'm telling you. I, I don't know. But that's pretty cool. I mean, this turned into a huge event. Like, I didn't realize it went live on ESPN. I did not know they did the Boston Marathon live on ESPN. Well, See what I'm saying? It's all men finishing. So the women must come later. Or they've already finished. I, I don't know. It, do, it doesn't matter. Right now, I'm not seeing men or women. I just see beings. Running. Oh, there's a woman. Here comes a woman. I can see her boobs. Nope. Two nine five eight. She's coming across the finish. Good job, two nine five eight. Just be careful what you're saying that they are. No, no, you never I, know. I understand what you're saying. Hey, um, with this marathon, not to get depressed, ing, but oh, there's another woman. She was oh. Hey. You realize they just released the documentary, and there was also the Boston bombing that got a ton of attention. I think and it's, it's a I, marathon. I, I believe it's the ten year. Anniversary of the Boston bombing. And ESPN. I mean, th this one I, and the New York one, I feel like maybe don't get ESPN, but they definitely get coverage. They don't get live cover. I mean, they don't show the finish line live. But but I'm saying now with those two things that I mentioned earlier that I don't like talking about, I think now that it's it, that uh, the culmination of those has led to us watching on ESPN and SportsCenter getting canceled. SportsCenter got canceled? Not for that reason, Ray. Just I'm saying they over they superseded it. Okay. They uh, preempted it. But this is pretty cool. I mean, this is, I mean, congratulations to everyone that is finishing today. If you have family members, friends, if you're out there, Justin, did you say he's there? Or no, he's just at work. I believe he's at Boston Med. Oh, so he's at work. Yeah, he's worrying about betting the Red Sox game. No, he's not running this. Okay. Is he at the Red Sox game? I asked him if he would run the Boston Marathon, and he said uh, we, we had discussed it that it would take about a pound of smack. For somebody to finish the marathon. Oh, R three three oh five is hurting. Come on, buddy, you got it. Twenty four zero two looks like somebody oh. just stuck a thumb up his ass. Five nine five eight. She looks great. One one six one is so happy to finish. Oh, two thousand five is going crooked. Hey, bud, you're you're cutting people off. He was swerving. Three three one zero looked like he had a banana peel shoved up his he ass. He did. I love it. Oh yes, one eight five six is fist pumping as he crosses. Two two seven one. Looks like he just had his first carb of the entire day. And guys, you don't need your watches right now. You don't have to stop the time. You can see the time up there. They got official time for you. Number wow. 2170 looks like they just saw Jesus. Sometimes now, they said you have out-of-body experiences finishing that much. I have a question. These announcers, I understand you cover the like professionals, but what do you talk about for four hours why people are running this marathon. What it means to the community, where some of the racers are from, winning times. But the, these people don't naturally broadcast this, so they have no idea what they're talking about. Right. I, I Oh, here comes the men. Here's the starters. See, like that dude, major sponsorship from Nike. Whatever. Oh, Evans, you think? Oh, yeah, because see, guys, these people don't have numbers. They have names. Oh, that's the professionals? That's it? 
One of those dudes wins it. Dude, and they look badass. They got the sleeves on like they're NBA guys. Oh, they're, I mean, it's over. And why do those shoes look like they're $1,000 shoes? They probably are. They are so. Oh, I need dude. to get you Kip, a pair of those for your Kip birthday. Cho- Kip Chogue is winning, I think. Look at this. And are they from the same country, location? Yeah, why I are think they both so. wearing the same Evans, jerseys? Well, I think they're probably sponsored by the same people. Evans. Okay. Oh, Evans wins. Good job, Evans. See, he's got a damn coach. He just hugged. Yeah, and then Kip Chung came in second. Damn. What was that time? Um, doesn't say. Oh, he's first first back-to-back winner since 06-07. And now we're back at the finish line showing people. This is great. Oh, he ran oh, it. Oh, Two hours, five minutes. <laughs> Two hours, five minutes. USA, USA, USA. Fable, Fable. He got seventh place, and McDonald got tenth place. Not bad. We got two in the top ten, and whatever country that is, they have one, two, three, four, five in the top ten, five in the top nine. I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say what country it is. Hey, those people ain't running for their health. Oh, they're making money. They're from Kenya. It says it right next to their name, K E N, Kenya. Now, which one's Tan? Tanzania. Tanzania. And then France. And then Mar, is that Marquette? No, that's Morocco. It's Morocco. They got a good runner in Wisconsin there, must be. Man, that is incredible. All right, you want to start it? Ray, what is Ken? Is that Kentucky? Oh, Switzerland won the women's. Oh, we got second in the women's. Roma Mm. Chuck. That's the wheelchair. Oh. Yeah, those times were way faster. Oh. So they must book it in the wheelchairs. Holy crap. They finished a marathon in an hour and 17 minutes? In a wheelchair, just imagine how <laughs> in shape your arms are. Wow. That is incredible. I do like how they have the Red Sox game early so you can catch it right after you run the marathon. Yes, I agree. I hope. I wonder if they all get tickets. No, I don't know how many people run the marathon. I, I don't think that's possible. But they probably just want to go have a beer. And they probably want to dry off because they're so freaking wet. You want to know the last thing you want after running a marathon? A beer. No. They say beer is one of the best things to drink. Because it rehydrates and the, the carbohydrates help you. And I always love the guys after they finish a marathon. Oh, you'll never be happy after just after this. It's just a gateway. Then you'll want to be on tries. Then you'll want to be an Ironman. No, you want to do Half ultra Ironmans. ultra marathons. Shut the Barclay up. marathons. <laughs> like, bro, it's amazing these people completed a marathon. Don't get into... Oh, someone went down. Someone went down. Oh, get off the... Oh, there's wheelchair They're guy. They're going to interview a dude after he fell? We have Dan. No, no, Daniel Romachek. He got second. Oh, wow! They they wear a helmet because they're going so fast. He won the marathon in nineteen and twenty two, and he got second this year. ESPN's gonna find. Hey, what's his name? What's his name? I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a message on Instagram and try to get him on the show. All right, Rant, Dan, I'm gonna look it up. I'm I'm gonna wheelchair guy marathon interview. Throw that cloud around. Yeah, we're going to start getting interviews, guys. We're going to get these hard-hitting interviews. Like, I would like to interview random, like, things that are interesting to me. I would like to interview the Zamboni driver for an NHL team. I would like to interview the field turf guy at an NFL stadium. Like, random people that you think, how do you get that job and what does that job entail? No idea is a bad idea. I asked our people who they want us to interview at CMA Fest. Yes, are you ready for the answers? Yeah, should we start the show first? Oh yeah. Let's do the let's do the intro and then we'll find out. It all started when a dumbass met another dumbass. 
Arnold, get in here and help me out, damn it. Come here. I don't want to hit you on race day, but... Arnold, why didn't you run the marathon? I was Abby, keep you up all night? I'm going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. So losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it's Sizen. I'm from the North. I'm an alpha male. I hail from the northern part of the United States of America. We won the women's wheelchair. I live on the west side of Nashville with Bazer right now, and right now we're going live to Boston to the marathon. Lunch, over to you. Now, who do people want us to interview at CMA Fest? Because we will. Listen, guys, put it on your calendars. It is CMA Fest, Nashville, Tennessee. Hopefully my wife does not have a job interview this time, uh, this year, even though I had COVID and I was not allowed to say that, so I had to come up with a lie. Uh, Let me see what time we are doing it. We are doing it on that Friday. Oh, here we go. Friday, June 9th at 12 from 12:45 to 1:30, we will be doing a live podcast at CMA Fest if you would like to come. Friday, June 9th from 12:45 to 1:30 in Nashville, Tennessee, we will be live at CMA Fest. Okay. Uh, now, Bill O'Reilly, can I read the people? Yeah, go ahead. F- uh Jay Bright Look at all those damn people. Holy crap. Jay Bright says, find a spouse of a country music singer who's in sports or a former athlete. Can you name any, off the top of your head, can you think of anybody that is a former athlete that is married to a country music star? I don't know any. Jesse James Decker? We had her last year. She's the country star. All right. Smitty says we need to interview producer Eddie. That's funny. That's funny. Spence Savoy says any former athlete would probably be interested. Why not current athlete? But I, I would take a former athlete. I would love it. Like, you know who lives here? Barry Zito, who used to pitch for the Oakland A's and the San Francisco Giants. 12 to 6. He makes music now. Kid, Barry Zito is the best pitcher in Oakland A's history, kid. No, kid. It's Tim Lincecum. The kid won the Cy Young. All right. Sherry Morris says, Restless Road, Chapel Heart, Old Dominion, Seaforth, Jimmy Allen, Chase McDaniel, and Chrissy Metz. Don't think we'll be able to get all them. But that, hey, that's a good list. I don't know who some of them are. Restless Road says, Restless Road. What? I guess Restless Road hit us up and said, Interview Hold on, hold on, us. hold on. I don't know who that is. Is that a band? Yes. Restless? Yaya Tello says, Laney Wilson and Hardy. They won't be hard to get at all. Uh, Hardy, Hardy would be a good one. Oh, Restless Road is a real people. That's a tough get, though. Is it? Alicia says Restless Road. Tyler says Stacy's mom. That's funny. Because you, you said no mom joke. Because I assume the nation would say that. Jack Humphrey said Jimmy G. I would like to get Jimmy G, but he doesn't live here. He lives in Vegas. We're in Nashville. Brady B. Renz. The correct answer is always low cash. There's some of the best interviews ever on the podcast. I will agree with that. Low cash is always fantastic. Eliza, Luke Bryan. <laughs> like, we can't even get Luke on the Bobby Bone show. <laughs> we can't even get <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lannis says, interview Eddie. Guys, it's not funny. The joke has already been made. No, but it's funny. It is funny. Justin Matthews said, Jelly Roll. No, I mean, that would be great. Ryan Schlitty, your dad. Pretty funny. <laughs> Instead of your mom. Really funny. 
Packer Girl wants Morgan Wallen. Okay. I thought Packer Girl was going to say, get, get Jordan Love. That's it, though. They had some good wrecks. They actually had some good ones. I just don't, I mean, so Restless Road is an American country music band based in Nashville, Tennessee. Pretty sure we've had them on the Bobby Bones show. They were formed and finished fourth in the third season of American Scene Competition, The X Factor, in 2013. Cool. Did not know about them. Um, I, yeah. Okay. Dude, we've had them in. Oh, well, you don't. So I don't always remember the interviews. Right? I don't pay attention. I Listen. I was thinking about doing a segment for the Bobby Bone Show. You know how we had you do the crosswords? Yeah. I was going to do, Will, di- can you answer these questions about the interview that took place? But then I'd have to re-listen to the interview, and I don't really feel like doing that. That's actually a good segment. I know. That's I, actually a good segment. I don't feel like re-listening to it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Ray, would you ever run a marathon? I already I did one. When I was 21, I said, peace out. Okay. I did the Austin one, and there's really nothing to prove. You just prove it to prove it to yourself. Uh, sure. I, it's more of a mental battle. God love the people that do 10, 20 of them. I just needed to know that I could do one, and I did, and I think I'm fine with that. This girl in high school, her dad, her name was Erica Persatis, and her sister was Sonia Persatis, and their dad would run these 40-hour races like overnight. I've like, seen those in Arizona. And I'm like, what in the world is wrong? He's like, dude, it is so awesome to run for 40 hours straight. Or what? I don't even know if it's 40 hours, if it's 40 kilometers. I don't know, 40 miles. I don't know. But I know that he was running through the night. There's a name for those. They're called ultra marathons. That's what it is. You said it earlier. And that is just so mind-blowing to me that he, that he would do something like that. That is so weird. That's like the – I go back to the Barclay Marathons. The, the freaking documentary is so fantastic but I just can't wrap my head around running through the woods in the middle of the night. Seems so weird. You feel like you have stock in that Barclay Marathons. I, I do feel like I have stock in it because it's a sleeping giant. Like, people don't, like, you look for movies and you get these big James Bay, oh, yeah, Transformers, it's so amazing, Spider-Man, the Avengers, and all these movies, yeah, when you spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a movie, I would expect it to be good. I would expect it to be awesome. But then you have these other ones that are low-budget no money spent. It's a documentary that's just sitting out there, and people need to know about it. Do you not have movies like that that you watch, and you're like, more people need to know about this, but no one talks about it because it it didn't cost $100 million to make. Indie films, right? It's so true. They send me the links to them, and about 90% of them are absolute shit. You're right, <laughs> but this one is not. Like McFarland, in US- fact, I just got sent a really good one. It's one of the ten percent that's actually good. What's it called? I I don't know. I got to watch it first. And I was going to review it for the Bobby Bone Show. Anyways, all these people have to hold their hands on a car, and the last person that leaves the car gets to keep the car. Yes, and it's based on a true story, I believe. Okay, now and did you watch a movie or was it a documentary? It's, I believe it's a documentary, but they made it movie. They made it interesting. Okay, because if you want the documentary version, that's real hands on a hard body. It is fantastic. Is it the same thing we're talking about? Same thing. It's a, it's a radio station giveaway where you have to then leave. This is the movie of that. Okay. You have to leave your hand on the car and you get like a five minute break every hour to go pee. Was it good? It's amazing. Okay. Well, this one they just came out with then. It must be not what you're talking about because I don't even know the name of it. it is oh, my- Big Poppy's there. He's at the marathon. Yes. He didn't run it though. No chance. God love him, his three bills. Look it. Kid, I always wanted to run a marathon, but I did crack in the 80s. 
But Hands yeah, on a Hard Body came out in 1997. It has 84% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. The reason I say avoid marathons, do them once if you really have to prove a point to yourself. They really do mess up your toes. and Yeah, you're going to lose toenails. Dude, and, I mean, it's just not great on your kneecaps. Other than that, you're fine. Also, I don't know when people find time to train for this stuff. Dude. The, like, do you not have job like people that do Ironmans? This one like, dude would say he did his UPS route, and he said every night he'd then go run eight nine miles, and he trained for that ultra thing you were talking yes, about. Yes, this guy that lives down the street from me, he's training for an Ironman. He turned I don't know how old in December, and he was like, I told myself I need to do something to challenge myself. Well, hold on, the age is important of how old he is. If he's twenty one, I don't give a shit. Fifty. If, wow, and he's going for an Iron. Iron Man. Which is 60 miles bike ride. One, two and a half mile swim and a marathon run. So the dude is a... 66.2. Lo- no, no. So he's a he's a lawyer. So he gets up at four in the morning, does his biking, running, and swimming, whatever one is that day. Sometimes it's two. Like sometimes it's bike and run on that day. Then he goes to work, and whichever one he didn't do in the morning, he does at night. Why didn't you have him represent the sore losers in the contract negotiations? I didn't know he I didn't know anything about it. He's doing it in um I think September in uh Chattanooga. So he's in the middle of his training right now. Chattanooga, what are you what's the swim version in the Cumberland? I don't know. That's disgusting. I would do the They have nice ca- lakes in Chattanooga. I would Chattanooga. do the Kauai one where you're in the waters of Hawaii. No, that, that, that's an Kona. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> That one's over there in Hawaii. Is that, that Iron Man? That one looks bad. But, but I think you have to qualify for of that. Of course you do. You can't just go swim. Okay, the you, you can't just roll over to Hawaii. I don't know anything about it. But, but Chattanooga, I bet you can just rock that. Yes. I just thought it was pretty cool that at 50 years old, but he gets up three hours earlier than he's supposed to for work just so he can train. I mean, but it makes sense. It plays perfectly with his law degree. I mean, then he's ambitious. He's probably well-spoken. He absolutely crushes cases. Can you imagine trying to face a guy in court and he just absolutely, um, ran, whatever, he ran and biked or whatever? Yeah. Here's, a, here's the story about him. So he went to Auburn, right? Graduated from Auburn. And then he goes to law school at Tulane. And he's in, he's in college and law school. And they say, hey, Katrina's coming, Katrina's coming. He's like, all right. So he gets a couple things, him and his girlfriend, drive back to Auburn to go to a football game that weekend. Katrina hits. And boom, he can't go back to campus. Tulane's closed, so he has nowhere to finish his law degree. He was in school during that? Yeah, he was at Tulane getting his law degree. I was in Chicago. And so he's just sitting there going, what am I going to do? I don't have any clothes. I don't have it because he was just going for the weekend. And he can't go back to school, so he just starts emailing, like, law schools. Boom, boom, boom. Hears back from a couple, and I think he hears back from Duke. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to Duke. And he emailed Harvard just for that shits and giggles, right? I wouldn't have gone to Duke during that time. That was the rape scandal. But they didn't even do anything. That was false accusations. I know. know. But, so, he's like, I'm packing up. I'm going to Duke. And, like, two weeks had gone by, and he's at an Auburn football game. He'd been tailgating. He said he had five beers. When he gets a call from Harvard, and he answers it, they're like, hey, you still interested in coming to Harvard? And he's like, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll come to Harvard. And they're like, all right, come on up. You're in. So he, his buddy knew the manager at the bookstore at Auburn. They went into the bookstore, and they just gave him shirts and hoodies off the rack, 
And all he, he drove those clothes, and he went to Harvard, didn't have a books, didn't have anything, just had a suitcase full of Auburn memorabilia from the bookstore, and that's when he went to Harvard to get his law degree. All because of Hurricane Katrina. Yes. Everybody else was displaced. He was as well, but he was displaced to a different... Well, a lot, of the, a lot of them went to different colleges, and, and then he, eventually he came back to Tulane like the last semester. He was displaced to an Ivy school. Right? But isn't that crazy? Right, but there were other people that lost their lives in Katrina. Okay. You're saying he was just displaced from MIT to Harvard to Yale. What I was saying is that was his story, and now he's doing the Iron Man, and he gets up extra early. So that's what I don't understand how people have time to train for this stuff. So when he sees you running in your neighborhood, is he like, hey. He's, he's like, you're, you, only, go, you're you, only going five miles? You little, little Hey, how's your run going, you little Basically, he's like, I ran 20 miles a day. How far did you go? Three? Ha ha ha, you little. Well, I'm going to head home and your wife. Wait, you're only going for three miles? No, nah, that's still enough time to your wife. Thanks. Thanks, man. All right, cool. Does she want a real man that can go 26 miles and swim two and a half? That's me, baby. Not cool. But when we come back, you want to talk about what do you, I mean, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Jalen Hurts? You want to talk about the NBA playoffs, my science experiment. You want to talk about golf. What, what What do you want to pick? You pick the litter here. Golf typically is some of the best stories. Jalen Hurts was on the fifth tab of my ESPN. So Okay. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about the golf tournament, RBC, whatever the hell it was this weekend, right after this. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done 
has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, how do I change that up? I thought it was going to be your golf story. I no. don't care about the RBC. No, no, I, I, I do, because golf has got to stop. With the stupid dog and pony show, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it on Sunday. Yeah, well, that's what I don't, I'm not talking about the rest. I'm talking about Jordan Spieth and Fitzpatrick tie. Like, okay, we're going to extra holes. Why? Tell me why. Why can we not get with the times where Jordan Spieth and Fitzpatrick don't have to make the walk all the way into the clubhouse, through the tents, sit down at a stupid table that is a folding table that they put a nice cloth on, and they have to pull out their pads, and they have to... Let me check the scorecard. Oh, yeah, bogey on that hole, birdie on that hole, bogey on that hole. We all know they finished at 17-under. They tied at 17-under. So immediately when they make the putts on the 18th green and it's tied... Get them back on the tee. Don't waste 30 minutes walking them back to the clubhouse, filling out their scorecards. Could you imagine if LeBron James gets done with a playoff game against the Grizzlies, and as he's walking off the court, he has to go over the stat sheet and make sure his stats are right. Yeah, I was 12 of 18. I was 3 of 5 from the free throw line. I committed three fouls, three turnovers. I had 10 rebounds. And if he got it wrong, oh, you lose the game. It is so stupid. And it also makes the golfer like they take 30 minutes off because they got to go fill out the scorecard in the clubhouse. Why not? Why they're hot? They've been swinging the golf club. Don't let them get tight. Go back to the tee and play the next hole. Let's get this playoff started. We should do that at our local Muni. Go fill out our cards after a round inside the clubhouse. Yeah, walk in and be like, okay, yeah, okay, so I got a bogey on this one, and then here you go, and I, I just want to submit it. They'd be that like, what? guy in the clubhouse would come back from behind the counter <laughs> and beat our ass with a stick. But do you not, did you not, the playoff was so annoying because it's like, all right, good, they're going to a playoff. Oh, they're going to make them walk up. They're going to sit down at this table. They're going to pull out their pad. They're going to check out the scorecard. They're going to rip the scorecard off. They're going to hand it in. Then they're going to have to walk back out, find the golf cart, get in the golf cart, drive back to the 18th tee when we could have just got off the green, right into the golf cart, back to the tee box. Save 30 minutes. And how about our story from Nance? Oh, this is beautiful. Uh, what a finish. This was the first Hilton Head course he played, Fitzpatrick, when he came from a crawl overseas. What a perfect ending for him, his dad, his mom. This is a fairy tale ending. Okay, Nance, that he was rich, and this is the same course he used to play on when he was rich as a kid? I never got to play golf as a kid. Yeah, it's not a fairy tale ending. If it was like the U.S. Open at that course, cool, fairy tale ending. Amazing. If this was his last round of golf, fairy tale ending. I think his dad did a job just to get by, and they would come on vacation to Hilton Head, and for some reason he loved it so much they kept coming back to it. They were trying to make it from the bottom started. You know that song? Yeah, started from the bottom, now we're here. 
Started from the bottom. It's by a guy named Drake. Started from the bottom. Now the whole damn team's here. Did Matt, Eddie try to sabotage us? Why did he cover it up? I don't know. I used to have it. But anyway, I I don't know because I I'll be honest with you. I had Started it on mute. From the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. Started, Started from the bottom, bottom now the whole damn Yeah, there you here. go. Abbott. They just did an Abbott commercial with the marathon. So whoever the winners are, they get some purse from Abbott. They're making easily quarter of a mil to half a million if you win the marathon. All right. Maybe I, a million. I bet top ten, all clear six. I, I have no idea. But I just I was I watched it on mute the golf because I was at a uh play date. So we were over at a friend's house with uh the kids. Hello, Becky. No, there was uh let me see, one, two. Three, five families there, so it was a bunch of people mixing and mingling. The kids are running around, so I'm talking to some of the dudes, and we got it on mute. Uh, some of the dads I don't really know. Like, I didn't really know them. Like, I was just kind of meeting them for the first time. And one dad did say that Sore Losers Nation impacted his life because well, he didn't know that Sore Losers Nation did. He was like, the first time I, I remember, like, interacting with you, he goes, you were picking up your kids from daycare, and you had a Nashville SC jersey on. And it said 69 on the back, and it said coach. And I was like, this dude's freaking crazy. So that is what Sore Losers. Hell of a legacy. That is what Sore Losers Nation got me for my birthday two years ago. And there it is. I wore it to the daycare to pick up the kids. And the guy noticed. He was like, this dude. And he said, I got to chuckle to myself that you're wearing a 69 coach shirt to the freaking daycare. Hello, Mark. How's your wife? (laughs) She wearing a sundress. Beautiful play date. What are play dates and where was it at? Play dates are when you have your children and you text their parents and you say, hey, would you guys like to get together for a play date so the kids can play together and you get to meet the parents? Like you just kind of hang out and like we had it at someone's house yesterday. Kinky. No, no, no. It wasn't like a swinger party where you put your <laughs> keys in the key bowl. It was nothing like that. It wasn't like it wasn't like Lori and Sam. It wasn't anything like that. Why is this pineapple upside down here at no, the entrance? No, 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 no. It, it wasn't any, anything like that. It was, it was more like it, it was kind of like the Lokers, you know, where like where they get together and like, oh, here you go, Key Bowls, you know, Landon and his wife. Hello, Heather. Who are, Hooters are you doing? How are you doing? My bad. No, and one. so everybody brought a side dish, and they cooked the main meal. They they did some uh, shish kebabs, skewers on it, you know, put it on the grill, boom, some peppers, onions, chicken. So beef. it was a party party. Yeah, yeah, and they had the drinks were flowing. They had beer, uh, mixed drinks, whatever. They had the liquor cabinet open. The kids are in the backyard running around. No Bud Lights, though, right? No, they had Bud Lights. Some people were drinking Bud Lights, and... What were uh, you sucking on? Uh, we had we they had some vodka sodas there for us. We drank some of that. Drank some Miller Lite. It was great. It, it was a good t- and they had nice koozies for you to keep them cold. I mean they were it was a great party. But to host that they got a pretty big pad, huh? No, no, no. We just stood in the kitchen in the backyard. Okay. And, and they have a like in the backyard they just had a like one of those little bouncy houses blown up. Because like at the apartment our well party limits about six people. It wasn't an apartment. Now it was a house. Right. It, but it was it's just a normal house. It had a kitchen. You walk in, like you walk in, there's a room to the left. Walk in, there's the kitchen. Walk out the back door, there's the backyard. And we stood on the back patio. So or there st- is fun after parenthood. Yeah, you can still have fun as a parent. Like you got, you. We, we got together, it was what time? 4.30, 5 o'clock, and we stayed there till 7.38. So we were there for three hours, barbecuing, drinking, watching the golf, talking. They had the golf on? That's where I was watching the golf. Okay, that's, that's why I had it on mute. So I don't know all the backstory about you, but I was driving me nuts because I was like, I need this to end. My, you know, I'm not really socializing with everybody else. I'm only socializing with these two dudes, two of the dads. What do you do? Well, one of the guys was um, 
I don't know what he does. Something with finances. I have no idea. He he tries to make sure there's no financial fraud, but I don't I don't I don't understand how he. Don't ask me. I don't know. Accounting banking. He he tried to say it, and I was like, I have no idea what that means. And he tried to explain it, and I said, that sounds important. I have no idea what that means. I said, so do you write codes? And he goes, I can code, but that's not my job. But it was that whatever. That was I got, it. I got hit with the what do you do at the pool? Kid comes up. Oh, I need uh, a picture for my mom. She's a big fan. Here we go. It's gonna be that kind of summer. Did you take the picture? Yes, but I don't like doing the what do you do conversation. Then I have to say, oh, what do you do, man? Yeah, one guy did ask me. He goes, so like, uh, like, are you in like radio or like podcasting? Like, do you like <laughs> do people actually hear what you put out? So you had to break down the difference between radio and podcast. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, man, I do radio and we do a podcast. And just, I upload it. It's very complicated. It's very sophisticated and high tech. And but yes, it was it was a fun night. But that was my that was my golf story. I and also Fitzpatrick's caddy looks like a stupid little dumbass when he lays down on the freaking ground. But like, that's what he's doing for his golfer. I understand that he looks like he's in the ground. He does. Like and, I thought for a second he was dry in it. But that, no other person does that. But he's the only – he won. Okay. He Dude, won. you know what I'm going to do at our Muni? On you start two, laying down. You're going to see me. I'm in the green, okay? That's what Pitts does. Pitts gets <laughs> down in push-up position. I'm like, guys, there is no way you – it is that big a difference from bending your knees and looking to laying flat on the ground. Do you? Can you tell that much of a difference on the break? How Anytime you see Pitts laying on hole number three in the green, it's like Pitts. It, it looks like Pitts and his AI girlfriend are <laughs> Pitts, the hole's over there. You got your in the uh, wrong spot. Uh, 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 uh. But hey, if it, it, come, it results in a win, no, I understand that. It's a but dub. How, it, it can't be that beneficial because no other caddy does it. No other caddy does it that I've seen besides Dustin Johnson, and I haven't seen that in three years because his brother they're on live, and I don't know what they do anymore. Well, and he but had a coat problem. He did have. He that. went skiing when it was sunny out, and you guys know what I'm talking about. I'll hang up and finish. He, he he did hit the slopes, but I just found it. I was like, dude, get off the ground, get off the ground, get like you look so dumb, like get up off the ground. And the announcers even were saying, I know you didn't have the volume on, but they were saying something. Oh, he's a little bit slower getting up than he used to be. <laughs> I mean, they weren't trying to be funny, but they were right. Just, you know, they're just they and he's noticed. holding the flag while he's trying to lay down on the ground. I'm like, dude, you lo- just stop. Yeah. I thought it was stupid. It, it was tough. We had Cantlay, so it was tough to watch that. I didn't want to Oh, see yeah, it was tough to watch it because he takes an hour to freaking every shot. Dude, I said the one person that wasn't going to win was Fitz. Who won? Fitzpatrick. <laughs> we came close, though. Parlay was decent. NBA was crazy, too. I didn't know if you're transitioning, but... Yes, we can no, talk... Ray, no, Ray, I'm not. Let's talk NBA. Because let me tell you, so far with my science experiment... I am yes, bet- please. I want to hear it. I am betting every single favorite because I read a stat that they were like 56%. If you bet the, bet the favorite just blindly over the last seven years in the NBA playoffs, you hit 56% of the time. Right now, I am down $23. I have won. Oh, boy. It was ugly. I mean, the Lakers, they were the underdog. The Sacramento Kings were the underdogs. And let me tell you, the Sacramento Kings – that game was awesome. They fly. Monk and the boys, DeAndre Fox. De'Aaron. Yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, DeAndre De'Aaron. Yeah. But Malik Monk, no, he flies. No one could stay in front of him. He, is he, fa- he might be faster than Fox. I saw him in person at Bridgestone, and he was tough to keep your eyes on. He's that fast in person. It was so awesome. Like, the arena 
was rocking. No, they were rocking until you had, uh, I mean, there were several NBA guys that died this weekend. What? We lost Giannis. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Sacramento, but that, I'm talking about the good, the actual good we, game. We lost Giannis. We lost, we lost Anthony Davis. We lost Jaw. Jaw is done. And we lost Hero. Jaw is being buried this week. I don't think Jaw's coming back. Jaw said it's going to be tough for him to play uh, Wednesday is when they play They're next. Done. Play. They're done. If they, he doesn't play, it's over. The series will be over by then. Bane and the Brooks and the boys ain't going to keep it together. Bane looks like he's about to UFC somebody, but he's not going to play basketball very well. I was impressed. I mean, the, the Sacramento-Golden State game was so fun to watch. So fun. Got to admit, uh, I just saw the score in the morning. It was later than hell. I went to bed. I'm with Charles Barkley, though, last night. He was complaining. He was like, it is so stupid that the Nuggets and Timberwolves tipped off at 8.30 Denver time. He was like, that is so, like, why are we, why are we doing anything about the fans? Like, the fans, you got to respect the fans. We should have been playing at noon, three, five, seven. He goes, it's just crazy that it's 10.30 and these fans can't watch it. Sunday they have it figured out. No, that's night. That that was last night. The freaking T-Wolves, central time. Oh, I, I just saw the earlier ones. I loved the matinee at Lakers-Memphis until the fourth quarter. Well, it was good until, I mean, it was a close game until like when Ja got hurt five and a half minutes left and then, psh. I posted on our Instagram that D-Lucky guy in Vegas. You yeah. know how he does slots? You pay him 3000 and he helps you find a slot machine that you're going to win? Well, he decided to cross over into NBA betting. He bet the Lakers plus two and a half at half. They lost by six at the half and won the game by 16. So all he had to do was bet the whole game. But this expert just bet the first half, lost it, but would have won if he did the full game. Oh. D-Lucky. Avoid him. Avoid him. But now I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, wow, the Suns lost. That was another, it was a fantastic game. Fantastic. But now all of a sudden, like, I'm like, damn. That, now's the time to bet Suns to win the West. Why? Because they're down a game? Yeah. But I realize they have no bench. Or after- And Chris Paul, you can't score only seven points. Or after Celtics winning by 70 and absolutely sodomizing the competition, I'll, I might bet Celtics win the East now. Screw the Bucks. Well, yes, you might want to bet that now, oh. especially with Giannis's back. What? With his back being hurt, I don't know how they win it. I don't know how bad his back is, but I will say that we shit on Russell Westbrook all the time because Russell, with, Russell Westbrook sucks. Dude, he was. do you know what he shot yesterday? Somebody said he was Westbrook again. He was three of nine. From the field. But I did see clips where he would block somebody, go out of bounds, save the ball in, knock it and deflect it off a guy, and then it would be their ball. 100%. Yeah. We crap on Westbrook. But the one thing I, I do appreciate about watching him play, he plays 100%. He gives you 100% effort 100% of the time. He does not take a single playoff. And his defense is the reason the Clippers won. He was blocking shots, causing uh, missed shots. Saving balls, harassing people into turnovers, grabbing, guys balls. grabbing butts, grabbing arms, grabbing whatever. Did you but, see the postgame clip of him? No. With the fan? No. Dude, I guess Phoenix has the fan lounge right next to the visitor's locker room. Russell Westbrook goes in there and he tells some guys, like, F you, man. He's grabbing his nuts. He's like, be about it. Be about it. He's going to get in a fight with a Suns fan. For some reason, somebody said, who designed the Phoenix Stadium to the point where the lounge where a bunch of fans and fanatics are chilling 20 feet from a visiting locker room? And why have we never had video footage of fans getting into it with opposing wow. players? 
And then but, also, oddly, Westbrook had his hand on his genitals the whole time. He went from right-hand genitals, then to left-hand genitals, and then walked off. So, I mean, I don't, he might need to get that checked out with a doctor. I mean... I'm getting my physical, Russ. Uh, let, oh, my God, he's right in it. We can get some bootleg audio. Wow! Halftime. Or is it post? Halftime fan engagement. And it, supposedly right, the fan go. called him Rust Brick. West Brick. Talk about it, be about it. And then there's some, there's some little kid there eating his pizza, and Westbrook's leaning right over him and be like, what the f***, man? That is so awesome. Kid may have just learned the f*** word. That, I mean, he, but here's the thing. He does not like being talked about, Westbrook. He doesn't like me calling Westbrook, but he is Westbrook, but that doesn't mean he, he he's ineffective. Like, his defense yesterday won the game for the Clippers, but that is so intense. Right, and these fans aren't the ones that determine if he's beneficial on the court. He's very beneficial in a team game. That And basketball is one of the biggest team sports there is. Baseball, you can have a hot pitcher and win the game. I mean, it, it, that that video is freaking gold. That's Westbrook right there. I, I kind of want – I don't want them to get past the Suns. No, 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 I don't want – But the, I like I need, him I, doing good. I need the Suns to win it all. I need the Suns to win it all. I got to see these – you want them to win it all or win the West? Win it all. I bet them to win it all. Well, I'm going to Vegas this weekend, so regardless of what happens with these games, I can still bet this weekend. Yes, you can. And we're going to take a break. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. 
Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hell of a tease, Ray. I teased nothing. Please tell me. Well, I mean, they're going to stick around for the whole podcast, I hope. Please Tell me the odds when you get them. But I want to tell you, I have never been more wrong. I have never been more wrong. Oh, the segment that Colin Cowherd does where Colin was wrong? No, 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 no. We're caught. We're lunch was wrong. No, no. When Jalen Hurts was benched at Alabama, I told him, "Hey, dude, just give it up. Football's not your thing. It doesn't matter. You're not good enough. You can't throw the football." Then he transfers to Oklahoma. Get the get the year right because I believe I was at a wine bar with Dodd when I first met him in about 2017 or 18. It would have been after Bay's cancer, so 2018 or 2019 when you had that thought. So four years ago, and I said, "Dude, it's over. You're not you're not going to be an NFL quarterback. Like maybe you want to try running back. You want to try wide receiver. You're not good enough to be a quarterback. You can't throw the ball." He goes to Oklahoma. He shines at Oklahoma. Still, I'm like, "Dude, not good enough. You're not going to make it in the NFL. You're not going to be an NFL starting quarterback." Well, the Eagles take a chance on him in the second round. I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" Draft, what a waste of a draft pick. And he just signed a five-year, $255 million extension, which is includes $179 million guaranteed with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Jalen Hurts, your story to me is one of perseverance and one of awesomeness. That's who we should get for CMA Fest. Jalen Hurts. I'm going to reach out to him. And I also am just so impressed with him. He gets benched. And when you get benched at Alabama, usually you don't – most people would give up. Most people would say, you know what? You're right. I'm not good enough. But that dude just works and works and works. Goes to Oklahoma. Is the backup in Philadelphia. But he still just works. And everybody says he's always the first one there. Puts in the time. Is always working. And to see him get this contract – I tip my hat to you, Jalen Hurts. You proved so many people wrong. You proved me wrong. My big-ass mouth on here telling you, you can't be a quarterback. You're a starting quarterback. Can we? St- is he busy, you think, around like noon to one? Is he working? Because you say he always works. I think he could have a time off for an interview, but I don't know. I don't know if he's willing to sit on the Sore Losers podcast, but we will try. I will send him a message and see what I get back. But... It has a no-trade clause. The Eagles have their quarterback. $179 million, Jalen Hurts. I was wrong, bud. I was absolutely freaking wrong. Those claps used to be louder with Eddie. Everything used to be louder with Eddie. (laughs) Oh, do we have a look-in on Eddie? No, no, it's not Wednesday. (laughs) No, we only do that on Wednesday. I thought we were doing an Eddie look-in. No, no, we can't do Eddie look-in every day. We, we, everybody will get tired of that. We'll do that on Wednesdays. Because we'll, I will say in the bathroom, we had an awkward encounter. He actually did small talk with me in the bathroom, which we've never done before. 
Oh, man. It, was, it just means that we're growing apart. When you start to do small talk with people. When you feel like you have to chat at the urinal. Yeah. Yep. That means you're not very close to someone. Because usually we're so tired, we just go in and go to the bathroom, a couple laughs, and we're out. He was doing small talk, urinal to urinal. I never thought I'd see the day with Eddie. So we really just did an Eddie look-in without doing an Eddie look-in. <laughs> so we didn't wait till Wednesday when we're supposed to do the segment, but that's okay. He says that sometimes he gets tired during the interviews and he'll leave it on the wrong camera for an extra couple seconds accidentally. And uh. I was like... I had to give him the obligatory laugh. I was like, ha, 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 <laughs> And then we went our separate ways. That's awkward. <laughs> That's well, aw- my interactions have been better. No, I haven't had any really interactions with him. I haven't really talked to him. I haven't really said anything to him. Today was just Monday, and I just didn't really have anything to say. But um, I- Sorry to te- deep tease it, but would you like an update on pool season? Pool season. Please give me an update. One of the dads did tell me last night. He said once it gets warmer and the pool is ready, I guess maybe they have a pool in their backyard. Don't know. Okay, so it's a bigger house than you alluded to. No, no, to. this is a different dad. Oh, you got more than one dad friend. No, no, these are people I met last night. Dating a lot of guys right now. That's what I'm friend saying. Like, dating. I, I didn't really know them, and he said, we'll have you over to the house and whatever his wife's name is, I don't know. Um, Come on, coach. I don't know his wife's name. Um, I usually learn the women's names first. I don't know. I, like, not even being a guy. For whatever reason, I just remember the girls. I never remember the guys because we always just call each other bro. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know his name either. <laughs> well, you're in trouble. Yeah, I'm not. Hey, buddy. Well, that's why I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? But he How said, you doing, pal? He said when it's warmer out and we can come over and swim in the pool and Mary will cook for us. I'll just go with Mary. It sounds like he wants to see your wife in a bikini. No, he said all of us. He was saying he told us all, like the whole group there. That is a hell of a kinky neighborhood. No, they don't live in my neighborhood, dude. <laughs> they don't live in my neighborhood. Do you understand? Like we drive to their house. Okay. They don't live by me. They all go to the same school. They're oh. all they're all classmates of my middle child. Are they all part of the team? The no. snacks? No. None of those people are team snacks. But you want to hear about Team Snacks this weekend? I think I've created a monster. They want me to coach again. No, we. I am. I'm gonna coach, but my four-year-old. And I still have a pool update. I know, my four-year-old. We have our game this weekend, oh. and we, we show up, right? And we're sitting there kicking the ball, and the first kid on the other team shows up, kicking the can around, you know. And he comes up to me. My four-year-old goes, "Dad, we're gonna kill that little guy." Don't ever say that again, son. That could be liable. And I'm like, what do you... I'd never heard him talk that competitively about anything. We're going to dominate that little guy. He probably learned that from your wife's crime TV shows. That's what I... Maybe. She watches a lot of that murder mystery stuff, like Dateline, when he's at home. And then halfway through the game, the other team hadn't scored yet because they weren't very good. And my kid goes, Dad! They still have zero. They have zero. They have zero. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's rubbing it in their face. What sport is this? Soccer. I thought the season ended. It just started yesterday, Saturday. So they're always banging the ball around. It's been six months since we played. Okay. Man, time flies. And he was just, like, 
adamant about rubbing it in their face. And I was just like, man, I mean, we get done with the game. Another team didn't score. First thing he tells grandma and grandpa when we call him, they scored zero. They scored zero. And I'm like, whoa. Got a little competitive monster. When he tells them we're going to kill that little guy, woo. Then the parents are going to think you're the one that taught him that. They're thinking I taught him the bad sportsmanship when I was like, man, I ain't got nothing to do with it. He came up with that all on his own. He's into it. He's fierce. All right, pool update. You pool ready? update. Let's go. Uh, it was supposed to be open on Friday. We got an email around 2. Sorry, the pool is not open yet. Ugh. Maintenance has some other stuff they have to deal with. I guess they're having trouble with the umbrellas, the seat cushions. So we go to a neighborhood bar. We get an email at the bar at 4.30. The pool is finally open. Well, the whole Friday's over. The sun is basically setting, so that day was a wash. But the email does say it will be open all day Saturday. So we get out there, 10 a.m., Baser makes a little margarita in her her Stanley steamer, and I got an eight-pack of Nooners. Ruiz is down there. She's not drinking. I guess she's sober now. Did you something. say Blue Moon? Um, Nooners. Oh, sorry. Uh, reload of the bed. Reload. And it's all. Wait. What are Nooners? High noon. Thank you. And it is already at capacity. I is mean, that a seltzer? It, yeah. Okay. It's better. It's better than White Claw. But it's a seltzer. It's Barstool and Dave Fortney and the boys all Got it. So there's about 100 people out there, dude. And Baser taps my shoulder at around 1 p.m. and says, look to your right. Never does Baser support this. Let's she go. she goes, look to your right. I look to my right and call the dentist because the floss is out. Yeah! First I, floss of the I, season. I wanted to take a picture, but as a guy, you can't do that. You just can't. You get in trouble for stuff like that. And I wanted to post it on the Facebook, but I couldn't. Dude, it was straight whale tail. The girl might as well just have been naked. Her whole ass was hanging out. Baser said, look over there. I know you're going to (laughs) laugh. I didn't laugh. Sure, I was laughing. I I saw a study. (laughs) Flossing was up 75% this weekend. But are you ready for the end scene? Oh, gosh. We left... Uh, around 3 p.m., we went back, watched a movie. We're not up for drinking for 12 hours anymore. We're starting to age, but... What movie did you watch? Dude, it was from another country, and I really wish I knew the name of it. This guy goes on the honeymoon with this couple, and it's hilarious. And they turn into drug dealers and drug smugglers. Okay. Let me Google. Couldn't even tell you the streaming service. Dang it, Baser. <laughs> drug dealers. Movie, is it called The Honeymoon? It's got to be. A charming gangster falls for Sarah, sending Adam and Bay across the border on a drug dealing mission. Maybe not. Okay. If they Google that, I bet you guys can stumble upon it. Anyways, end scene. (sighs) We get an email Monday morning. The team has been working extremely hard to get the pool ready for you and very proud of the new work and features we've added. We are so disappointed coming in this morning here, all the violations that happened. There were <laughs> glass bottles, there oh. were cigarette burns in the new cushions. Oh, no. And pets were allowed in the pool area as well as alcohol is not allowed in the pool. You can have it outside of the pool. So you can sit in the chair and drink the alcohol? Yes. Got it. 
So for all these reasons, we will be closing the pool. What? <laughs> <coughs> to review footage, because they said we do review cameras daily. And just when I thought it was over with, the bloodbath continues. We get another email. Oh 30 my. minutes later. This is Monday morning. This is hot off the press. And please remember the rules. I'll spare you the boring ones. <sighs> Proper... Wait, wait, wait. What were some of the boring ones? I mean, just ropes and life rings are not toys. I guess kids were fucking with them. <laughs> Got it. And then it says no smoking, uh, no glass, no lifeguard on duty, so be careful. And then they hit us with... Proper swim attire must be warm. Thong back swimsuits <laughs> are not allowed. Dude! <laughs> it just started pool season and it's already been shut down. It only down. lasted two hours. The floss was out. Dude, I will say that one girl with the floss, she wasn't the only one. I mean, it. The girls now don't wear back to their bathing suits. They all show their ass. Every single one of them. Is it because they have a nice ass, or is it because of tan lines? I think it's because of tan lines and the manufacturers of the bathing suits make them skimpier now. I mean, dude, it's, it, there's just no coverage anymore. You can't bring a kid out there. Would you take Boomer to the your pool if there was floss out there? I've it, done it before, and he loved it. I couldn't even kid his attention. And also, I've even said, by the end of the summer, the way we've progressed... There'll be a chick naked at the pool. Just saying equal rights. Go for it. Let her do it. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm here to support the women that want to go nude. I'll report it, Baser. Don't worry. Have you ever gone skinny dipping in your pool? No, not my pool. I've definitely gone skinny dipping. Dude, they literally do have cameras. They bust people all the time. You oh, get really? Yeah, you get $100 fines and stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, people... So that girl with the whale tail is going to get a $100 fine? I mean, if they really are going to identify her ass, they usually do the fines for glass, bringing pets in, um, sneaking guests in over the gate. That stuff is easily fined. But you can't really find somebody saying, we saw your body, we saw your ass. Yeah, because I would just say, I didn't know the rules. I would, no matter what, I would just play stupid. Right. Sometimes they get confrontational. They've done that before, where they go to the people's face and tell them they can't wear the whale tail. Oh, if you are the person, like if you're the one on the fun committee, if you, that's your job, Ray, I would quit. There's no way I would go up to a chick and say, hey, I'm sorry, but that's a little too revealing. Call the dentist because the floss is out. They usually had women on women. They wouldn't let a guy do that. Yeah. And in a minute, we're going to come back and I'm going to talk about the stupidest suspension in NBA history. I just don't, un I, I, I don't understand. And we'll tell you right after this. Ray, if you got a picture of that thong, hand it over. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Mo and Tampa just texted and said he needs it. He's doing it for his uh, mail route. Like, I don't know what that means. But here's, the, here's my, what I don't understand. Miles Bridges, okay, was set to sign a big max deal last offseason with the, the Hornets. Hornets. The night before free agency begins, he hit a woman. He gets arrested for domestic violence, so he's entered. You know, he's pled guilty. Whatever, uh, you know, a plea deal. And this guy's a wild dunker. Lonzo or Lamelo, one of the three, would throw it up in the air, and he would just tomahawk it from anywhere from East Lansing. Good guy, Michigan guy. Yeah, he is. You know, done all this counseling, all these things. So now the NBA has said his suspension is thirty games. Better With, help, Ray. But the NBA deemed 20 games of that suspension have already been served, so he'll miss 10 games next year. Excuse me, what? So he was not on a team last year. He was not under contract. So you suspended him 30 games, but you deemed 20 of those games are already served as a suspension. That's an express lane at the grocery store, 10 items or less. They're trying to get him into the league faster. Yes, you suspended him 10 games is what that means. You gave him a 10-game suspension for for allegedly him choking and punching and fracturing her wrist, uh, fracturing her nose, choking her until she went to sleep. And you say you suspended him 30 games. No, you suspended him 10 games because he was not on a roster, so there was no suspension last year. Yeah, he hit a woman. But if you're going to suspend him 30 games, suspend him 30 games. It makes no damn sense. It makes no sense to me that you're going to say 20 games are already served. When? For what team did he miss those 20 games? 
Well, that team does have the nucleus to be amazing. Bottom line is he hit a woman. No, no, right. I understand that. He should be suspended for 30 games. If the suspension is 30 games, then next year he should sit out 30 games. He hit a woman. I, No, no. I understand he hit a woman. What I'm saying is when they say it's 30 games, it's really 10 games. It's crazy. It's the stupidest thing I've seen. Also, like like the Phillies, the, the Phillies relief pitcher came out. <laughs> Phillies just blasted somebody yesterday. Yes, but the Reds, I believe. But did you see what he said about the beer sales, about how some stadiums were extending beer sales into the eighth inning? And he came out and ripped it, and he said this People is People are going to drive drunk. He said the reason we were cutting off drinking in the seventh inning is to give people a little bit less time or a little bit more time before they get in the car to drive. And I said, yeah, of course. But now they're extending it to the eighth inning, and he says this is absolutely stupid. We should actually move it to the sixth inning since games are going faster you should move it to the sixth inning because if you move it to the eighth, there's less time to sober up, more time for people to drink, and then they're getting on the road with more people, including our families. So it's absolutely stupid by Major League Baseball to move it to the eighth inning instead of moving it to the sixth inning, and he's absolutely right. Yeah, eighth and ninth inning are made for no drink and think. I don't like that they're backing it up like that. It's really not good unless these people are taking trains, more people take Ubers, then maybe we've moved past to that designated driver. I don't know. The city I live in that's nothing but Ubers and Earth rides and Uber bicycles and cabs, and lifts and Bert. Actually, those are still driving. But there's a lot of options to not drink and drive. Maybe people don't do that anymore. The studies will show. I don't know, but I, I did try to take a cab a couple weeks ago. Cabs are here. Cabs are here. Cabs are here. And I was just going a couple miles, and I, I pulled it up on my the lift, and it was seventeen bucks, right? But it was taking forever for the lift. Like, it wasn't responding, wasn't responding. So there's a cab there. He's like, you need a ride? I was like, yeah. And I give him the address. Yellow? Nah, like, uh, I don't even know. It was like green, like uh, yeah, aqua green. That's not a cab. No, it says it's on the minivan. It says it's a minivan. Okay. And I said, oh, man. I'm, and he goes, let me see how much that'll be. He goes, $50. Where were you going? Were you drinking? No, no. I was drinking, but I was only going two miles. And I said, so if I call a Lyft at 17 and you're going to charge me 50 no damn wonder these cabs just sit here all night and have no customers. Charge me $50 to go two miles? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, they need to be able to adjust. They do the same thing at the damn airport. And I'm like, I'll walk from here. But then I just end up just dialing an Uber. And hopefully I save with that. Yeah. But the cabs, all every time you get into Nashville, hey, man, man, come on, I'd love to go with you. What is it? 50 base rate. What? Makes no sense. But then Ubers end up kind of being pricey, too. Yeah. All right. I got nothing else. Hell of a show. But, yeah, I mean, the playoffs, I mean, the basketball playoffs, my science experiment, I'm ready to fold on it already after losing that money, but I'm going to bet it again. Let's go on here and bet right now. Take the favorites. I'm glad you're betting because me and Bazer are dry all week until Vegas. Oh, you're okay. So the Sixers are minus 10. We're betting that. Add more. The Warriors are now the favorites. They were the favorites the other night, so we will bet that. And we will bet $10 on both of those. 10, 10. 10, 10. Should we make them a parlay for 10? Uh, I don't like picking other people's bets, and I don't like talking about betting when my account's at $0. No, we're not going to do the parlay. Get the parlay out of there. But I do need the NBA to pause these games because I need to be able to place a futures bet in Vegas. For I need these games to just be delayed because I don't want the odds to change. And I looked at it. They really haven't changed much. Boston to win the East is kind of even money when before it was 180-ish. 
or 150-ish. And then now the Suns, instead of 180, they're 210. So the odds haven't really fluctuated a lot. You can still futures bet, and especially since NHL's starting back. Oh, yeah. You can, you can do a parlay. You can do the Bruins to win, the East, West, whichever one they're in. And then you can do Suns, or if you like Boston on the other side, and you can do a hell of a parlay. And also, run that with Aaron Judge to win the home run race because he's plus 375 and he's down two. Hell, he probably already hit another schnocker last night. <laughs> Man, I don't, I mean, I'm going to tell you what. I'm so bad at this betting crap. I don't even know where I can see who to if I can bet. Oh, futures right there. Well, ask Bazer. She flies through that app sometimes. Like it's the Edson. Celtics. The Celtics are now the favorite to win the East, which is, yeah, because of Giannis. No, they're not. Yeah, yeah, plus 260. Wow. Let's to, go. No, not to win the East. Yes. No, they're not. Oh, the finals. Yeah. And the Suns are now plus 500. Wow. All right. I mean, the Celtics plus 125. And the Suns are the favorite to win the West. That's weird. It's dangerous. NBA's fun, though. I, I lo- really did love watching that Lakers-Memphis game. Yeah, that was that was fun. Lakers-Memphis, uh, Suns, Clippers, and Kings freaking um, Warriors was really good. I didn't watch much of the East because I don't find the East exciting, but I guess the uh, Knicks game was fun with the Cavaliers. But besides that, a eh, bunch of crap. And Boston just cooked, man. Yeah. That's a team flexing. They're good. Because Robert Williams is playing the third, Marcus Smart the fifth. And then Jalen, Jalen Brown Tatum. the twelfth, Jason Tatum the eighth. They, so yeah, they, and then Horford he he's still playing and he's got his AARP card. But that's a hell of a team. You very well could have Boston and the Bruins. It, you could have a two national championship hit in a in a summer in Boston for Justin. All right, have a great day. And uh, we're going to line up some Boston Marathon. Anybody run the Boston Marathon? Let us know. We love to interview. Talk about the rain. I don't know. I asked Justin if he ran the marathon, and he said, how could I have ran the marathon? I sucked off 14 beers at the Red Sox game. All right. There you go. Have a great Monday. We'll see you. I don't know when. You sounded like we're leaving the show. No, we're not leaving. We're not leaving. We're going to get better. We're going to get better. We're the lone survivors, right? Yeah, people aren't liking the pod right now. Friday's was bad. This one was a lot better. Okay. I hope. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. 
David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.